The state's run red with Republican congresspeople. Is it time to buy energy stocks? This is where the money is. Hi folks, it's Thursday, which means we're talking energy materials. I'm Tyler, this is Taylor, as always, doing that's this it. sort of show. And uh, this week, we have to talk about the elections because that seems like the obligatory thing yeah, that everybody talks right? about when it comes to election time. And of course, when we're talking energy, we have to kind of take the regurgitated subjects, mm -hmm. same things we've been talking all over again. It's like the lather, rinse, repeat cycle. Yeah. And let's start with the one that seems to be the most popular, and it's the Keystone XL Pipeline. Yeah, well, you know, the people that are being elected today were running six years ago when TransCanada proposed this for the first time. And it's really in the same position that it was, other than in the fact that the southern leg has already been built and up and running. The northern leg was arguably the most important because it was going to bring the Canadian oil, the heavy crude, the Bakken crude down from the, from the north. And that just hasn't happened yet. It's nowhere near completion or even starting. Uh, President Obama said he might approve it if it wasn't going to increase emissions. A State Department survey said that it wouldn't. Do we have it approved yet? Heck no. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. We're, it's, it's the same old story, and it really hasn't changed much. The only thing that I, when you're looking at it, there's a slight difference right now, is that if you look at what's going on with the crude by rail situation, mm -hmm. uh, there's a chart coming up for <coughs> our viewers, shows rail capacity and rail utilization for uh, moving crude by rail out of Canada mm -hmm. into the United States, and the numbers are jumping almost exponentially in the past couple of years. And so when you see that, it, it actually kind of has bringing the Keystone XL pipeline online is going to have less of an impact on the energy sector sure. as a whole. Uh, sure, it might add that EBITDA numbers to TransCanada's, but in terms of like that game-changing sort of thing that Keystone XL could really bring, doesn't really hold as much water anymore because of what's going on with that. Yeah, I think they missed the boat, and the, the, the investors looking to maybe invest in rail um, because of this. A lot of the big rail players, while you ha you can see or you can go read about it if you're listening, um, the growth in oil by rail. It really isn't moving the needle a ton for these rail carriers because they already have so much business in agriculture, yeah. coal, things Between. like that. So um, while it is a nice little boost for them temporarily, um, it really did you know, kind of shoot down the likelihood, I think, of TransCanada's Keystone XL because this is quick declining wells we're talking about in the oil sands and in the Bakken uh, shale. So even if it is approved, it's still going to be, I don't know how long it'll take, but I'm assuming at least three to five years to even build this thing. So you could see it completely unnecessary once it is completed, if it is completed. Yeah, so it's, it seems like probably in, two, in two more years <laughs> after the election, argue. we're going to be talking about this That's one right, again. That's right, just so another reason to silly. argue on the Hill. And, and the, the other, I guess you could say the next, you know, lather, rinse, repeat subject we're going to talk about is, is coal. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, since the election, we've seen some huge jumps in coal companies right now. Alpha Natural Resources up 23%, Walter Energy up 17%, uh, Cloud Peak and Arch Coal both up 10%. Mm -hmm. You know, is this actually something legitimate or is this just like one of those everybody's knee-jerk reaction to, oh, coal numbers are up, so, or Republicans are up, it means coal's gonna go up. Well, you have to kind of look at this, uh, basically a lot of short interest in these coal companies. So any positive news, which they rarely ever get these days, it seems like, was probably going to move the needle. So uh, Mitch McConnell likely going to take over as a Senate Majority Leader from Kentucky. Ran on Obama's got third a war on coal. coal. Yeah, third largest coal producer yeah, in the country. Yeah, he's got huge uh, employment there, ramifications there. Although a lot of the production is down like 70% since its peak in 1990. So um, it hasn't just been Obama, clearly, since it's been dropping since 1990. We've seen a lot of presidents since then. Um, 
And you look at what's happening with coal worldwide, um, just America isn't the only captain of this coal ship. You have Europe probably going to reduce its consumption. China's producing its own coal at a pretty high level now. Uh, and, and then they have access to all these mines in Australia that can ship it much, much cheaper from much bigger miners than the miners we see here in the United States. So, yeah, you know, you look at the political side of things, maybe there's more support for it here in the States. But in the global scheme of things, commodities trade on a supply and demand basis, and demand probably isn't a long-term boon. Yeah, this is one of those uh, economics really trumps <laughs> That's politics right. when it comes to this. And, and just as a small side note, and this is the one that I find just absolutely fascinating, and kind of, I guess you could say, the stupidity of the market sometimes, <laughs> is it, I, I stare at this number. Walter Energy up 17% because mm -hmm. of the elections. Walter Energy is a pure metallurgical coal yep. producer. They have absolutely nothing to do with power plants, anything like that, and their market is completely separate from almost anything they're talking about mm -hmm. with environmental regulations. And yet they're still up. It makes absolutely no sense. So anybody that's like looking at Walter Energy just because it's up, yeah, probably yeah. not. It's still a bankruptcy case in my mind. And then you look at look at this from a political side of things, uh, rather than from an investing side. The EPA could be on the on its way out if Mitch McConnell has anything to say about it because it's likely going to put budgetary pressure. So that worries me just from the standpoint of of uh, regulations on power plants, making sure they're operating properly. Um, but other than that. It's pretty much a non-event from an investor standpoint. Yeah. But if you just bought into these coal companies, you might want to be ready for a little bit of a ride. Yeah, it certainly has been interesting yeah. the last few months. And I guess the last subject that everybody's going to want to seem to talk about yeah. is oil exports again. Again, <laughs> oil exports, it, it, it's been like that lingering thing. It's almost like that stain you just exactly, can't get off yeah. the kitchen counter or something like that. You know, it's it's been brewing for quite some time. Production is still growing in the United mm -hmm. States. Uh, producers are saying, we've got to export, we've got to export. And the refiners and the people who use oil are like, no, we want the cheap prices mm -hmm. here. But, you know, it is, is the political change actually going to do anything to this one? In the, you know, in, in my mind... I'm not the biggest fan of oil exports, although, like you mentioned, our refiners uh, wouldn't mind more imports and more exports because we're producing light sweet here. They're not really built for that. They're built for what we were doing in the 90s and the early 2000s, importing oil from Mexico, Canada, and Saudi Arabia, this heavy, this heavy cheaper stuff that they're more apt to refine and, and then sell, which they can then export on a global, on a global scale. Um, do I think it'll happen maybe a, on, a, on a, a smaller scale than condensate and, and petroleum products are exported. Um, BHP, I think, went ahead and shipped some ultra, 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 ultra light crude products. Very, very lightly refined. Exactly. I think they maybe like, you know, tap the barrel or <laughs> they something ran it like that. Oh, we separated it. That's right. So uh, there are some workarounds here. Um, you look at Senator Lisa Mikowski from Alaska, who is kind of, she not personally, but Alaska is allowed to export some oil um, to, to East Asia. Um, but she's likely to take over the chairman of the Senate Committee on Energy and Natural Resources. So if she gets her way, yes, we will see some exports. But uh, as an investor, I don't think it's really enough to move the needle from an investing standpoint. You can get all worked up about America giving its crude to other countries. 
but I don't think it's going to impact anybody's uh, stock. Maybe some oil tankers. That's about it. Yeah. And, you know, kind of on the same thing we were just talking, economics really trumps politics mm -hmm. here. You know, I, I personally look at this as a, you know, we should export from the sense that, like you just said, we can sell our cheap light oil from the United States at a high premium to the market right. while we're pulling in that really cheap stuff from other people and then refining it to actually do a value add. Mm -hmm. it, the, the economics of it makes a lot more sense in the long term. Um, but the, the, the interesting thing about this one too, in kind of going that, well, will it actually happen because we're, it's, uh, you know, because of the change in elections. And this hasn't really been a red state versus blue state no, sort of yeah. argument. So it's, it's hard to see if this one's actually gonna get any headways going forward. So, you know, just like uh, with all these other ones, if you have an investment thesis prior to the elections, I wouldn't change That's a right. damn thing from what's just happened in these past couple of days. Unless you're retiring in four years, this really is a non-event because you're going to probably hold some of these companies a lot longer than one election cycle. Exactly. And the president's uh, on his way out in 2016, so even that can change in just two short years. There you go. So here we are talking about elections. A lot of this probably won't matter for investors, but here we are to tell you that in our point of view. Uh, so, you know, we look at that and say... Check into fool.com for more coverage. We also have a Twitter, TMF Energy. If you have any questions, energy at fool.com. For Tyler, I'm Taylor. Fool on.